0: Welcome to Race Time Radio. Happy New Year, everybody. I know we said that last week, but got to say it again. I'm Joe Chisholm, along with Joe Chisholm Jr., right here in the Race Time Radio studio, all set and ready to go for our second show of 2021. And we've got a great lineup for you tonight on the channel. And, of course, a little earlier on the channel tonight, on from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern, be set and be ready for that Raptors game all coming up right here on Canada Talks. Sirius XM Channel 167 It's coming up right after Race Time Radio, so you won't miss the Raptors game and you're not going to miss RTR tonight. Uh, good news for absolutely everybody. Junior,
1: what's going on? Hey, it, it, it's, uh, we're getting down into the dead of winter here.
2: Yeah, big But
1: time. that being said, there's still lots of stuff happening and there's lots of moving and shaking. Uh, had my eye over on uh, the events that were taking place down at Showtime Speedway this weekend. Uh-huh. Of course, we talked about that last weekend um, on on our show. Um, but uh, you know, kind of looking forward now to uh, to what is going to be the Chili Bowl. Yes. Lots of lots of exciting stuff coming down the pipe uh, from that. Lots of that's uh, next weekend, l- right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yep, yep, and. Uh, it, you know, looking forward to that, and uh, getting to the other side of that, we're going to be talking speed weeks. Yeah. So uh, we're we're uh, we're settling in for for a good winter, and uh, you know, lots of uh, lots of good stuff on the horizon.
0: Oh, yeah, lots of short track race news. I can tell you, both sides of the border, we're going to cover off some of that tonight on the channel. I uh, want to say Tim Terry had a big I race today. Yep, and Tim reached out to me oh, around noon or so. And he said, hey, can you jump onto this broadcast with us? I said, man, I got stuff. I got a production. I got to get ready for the show. And after that, I'm going to try and jump on there and help Dylan out. Um, But I did have one little small concern, and that's my voice. And anybody that knows me probably can hear a little bit in my voice tonight. And um, I've been having some difficulty. Got an appointment tomorrow with my ENT to find out exactly what's going on with my voice. But um, I I had to save it for tonight. Uh, uh, I don't know, about 1 o'clock today, I tried talking, and uh, my voice was only about halfway there. So I thought, man, I better not burn it out and not have a voice for tonight. So, Tim Terry, if you're tuned in. Sorry, brother. Sorry, Dylan. Would have loved to be there with you, but got to set my priorities here and hopefully have a voice for the next two hours, if not junior you're going to do a lot of talking yeah that's right that's right and it feels okay right now i'll be uh i'll be kicking you
1: you'll, <laughs> you you'll uh, you get your voice back
0: couple things I want to mention right off the top of the show To our u s listeners congratulations, big big news here you guys won the gold medal last Tuesday night in the world Juniors. you beat Canada in a hockey game. I know that hasn't been the predominant discussion in the United States, but it definitely has to play in there. Congratulations to all of our American listeners. Team USA beat Team Canada. Uh, Be ready, gentlemen. Edmonton next year. Uh, I I know we're going to be seeking some revenge here, so Team Canada will be on it. Next year, pandemic over, and the sixth man will come into play. Uh, But I also wanted to say all of our thoughts and prayers are with all of our U.S. Family, friends, absolutely all of these down there. You guys have had a rough week and uh hopefully it all gets sorted out and things can return to normal in the United States of America. You gotta know, all of you Americans, you gotta know. All of us even up here in Canada, envy you guys down there. You got the best things in sliced bread going in the world. Uh please, 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 please sit back and really take stock and really think about all the moves that are being made. Uh, investigate stuff and, man, don't blow what you got. What you got is something beautiful. And uh, just, you know, all of us are thinking about you. And uh, we want to see everybody succeed. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight because I'll tell you what. It's a kick-ass lineup. Uh, we're going to go off to Canada's East Coast. Normally, I just have to go down the road here a few years ago to get this guy. But no longer can I do that. He's out on Canada's East Coast. Uh, he is a Canadian veteran behind the wheel. He's been there, done that, won championships and multiple races, both here in Canada and across the border in the United States. Robbie Thompson, everybody knows that name. Uh, Robbie Thompson going to join us live from his place out on Canada's east coast, just outside of Halifax, Nova Scotia. And Robbie's got some news that he's going to share with us tonight. Uh, he's going to be our first guest. Come up right after break, number one. Also coming on the show tonight, how about Tony Stevens, Pit Row TV? Thought it'd be a good time, Junior, to grab Tony and get him on here and get us some updates because I know he's got lots of moving and shaking and lots coming down the line for 2021.
1: Yeah, definitely. They've been doing a great job with, uh, uh, you know, everything that they've got going on. Um, you know, they, they had some of the some of the great broadcasts of 2021 uh, 2020. or 2020, and yep. uh, you know, I I I can't. Uh, can't help but think that uh, 2021 is going to be no different. Um, they're going to have uh, a bunch of great content again. We'll kind of get a snapshot or a preview of what they've got coming down the pipe, um, you know, for for the 2021 season obviously there there's still stuff to be announced as well right oh, <laughs> and yeah. uh we'll we'll try to get uh, a little bit of insider look there on on what we can expect to see from pit row t v uh from legends nation and and uh, as well with speed sport they they work very closely you know just the other day I actually watched a broadcast on on uh, on rev t v and it was uh pit row t v through speed sport um and uh very very interesting to watch uh you know, some of the, some of the racing action that they, that they got a, a chance to film throughout, uh, throughout the season. So, um, Tony always a great guest. He's a diehard race fan <laughs> okay, and, Tony. uh, you know, a wealth of information as well.
0: A great friend of race time radio. You're going to find out more when Tony Stevens jumps on here in our number one. Then we look down the road into our number two, Blake Outhouse. Uh, if you don't know Blake, he is the general manager of what used to be South Buxton Speedway. South Buxton Speedway, in about the middle of the summer last year, changed. And it changed big time. Changed name. Changed tracks. Changed everything. Everything to do with that facility. And I'll tell you what. Totally flew under my radar. Uh, never saw it, never seen it. Never got the drift of it. Uh, missed everything that was happening on it. And uh, Blake... Uh, let me see here, about a week ago, contacted me and said, hey, Joe, um, uh, I need to talk to you. Can I call you? And sure enough, sure, go ahead, Blake, give me a shout. He did and uh, started talking about Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. And I said, Blake, where the hell's that? I've never (laughs) even heard of it. Never even heard of it. He goes, oh, Joe. He said, I knew I should have contacted you, but I thought maybe you would have picked it up. And I said, well, there's a lot of stuff happening on a week-to-week basis. And you know what? Junior and I, even between the two of us, don't catch it all. And he goes, yep, you're right. You did miss this one. And uh, he went on to tell me about uh, Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. And I was astonished. And I went, Blake, we need to get you on race time radio. If I missed it, I can guarantee you other race fans in this province and in this country have missed all of it too. Let's get you on. Let's talk about it. And, uh, it, it I'll tell you what, there is some exciting, exciting stuff happening with Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. And Blake O'Dowd is going to join us right at the top of our number two. Also in hour number two, we're going to talk to an APC team, Taylor Holdaway. He's going to join us, yep. driver of the 41, but maybe a different capacity. In 2021.
1: Yeah, for sure. He's, uh, uh, over the past couple of years, we kind of touched on it last week on, on the show. Um, or Last year, he was the crew chief for Tyler DiVorenzo in the number 97 car um, as well. They just issued a press release here leading into our show last week, actually, mm. um, that uh, Connor James... Um, you know, uh, Sportsman Cup Series champion uh, and, and you know, NASCAR Pinty Series competitor, um, uh, will be driving for Taylor Holdaway yep. under the Holdaway Motorsports banner in the Holdaway Motorsports equipment. So uh, Taylor, longtime driver in the province of Ontario, um, will be, you know, still crew chief with – with Tyler DeVorenzo. Right. But he'll also be a car owner, um and uh and you know, helping out on, on the Connor James effort as well. Is
0: he gonna get behind the wheel of
1: anything, do you think? I would imagine. I would hope. I mean I would hope he's, he's not that good, old. He's too good not to, but he is you know, he's taken a different approach. Uh you know, over the past couple of years, uh, you know, just taking a look at at some of the stuff that he's done, um you know, he he did travel down. Uh, I uh, he he has a soft spot for traveling to races at right. at tracks like Nashville and and uh, you know uh, I, he went down to Alabama as well. Um, but you know, he's got a soft spot for that stuff, and uh, I wouldn't imma- or I wouldn't doubt that you would see Taylor Holdaway in some races down south when he can uh, now, and uh, as well, um, you know he. He's got the itch now on the competition side, right? And uh, this is this is going to open up some doors for him on on you know the the wrenching side. You know, mm-hmm. you you see the long established names right. right at the top of the 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 food chain uh, when you when it comes time for turning the wrenches here in Ontario, right? And. The established guys with the businesses, um, you know, and I'm just going to throw out a couple names here. Mike McCall, um, you know, uh, guys like Brian McDonald, uh, uh, Junior Hanley, right? Yeah, Junior. Um, Really, you don't see a whole lot of young guys going down that path. Right, not yet. And I I think that Taylor Holdaway is one of those guys that you're going to see go down that path and and be – you know a, a support mechanism in the sport um on on the new team side um you know on the setup side he's already doing a bunch of setup work uh built a really nice shop over there in Aurelia we'll talk all about it uh find out what his plans are um obviously you know, taking a little bit of a different path and and uh, uh, interesting, to uh, to say the least.
0: Give me an update on, uh, we had a guest on last week, Albert Francis joined the show, uh, did a Barstool Sports uh, initiative on uh, eBay for the hood of his race car, for the good of Canadian small business and the program that Barstool American. Sports has got going for the United States. Yep. yep. Um, Tell me, how is that going? Do you know?
1: Yeah, so um, the auction wrapped up today. Of course, they ra- they auctioned off the entire hood of the race car for Albert Francis' number thirty three team yep. um, for the Super late Model. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they auctioned off the ad space, um, basically anything you wanted. Uh, you know, if you- if you won the auction, uh, you know you could put on the hood. And uh, they ended up uh, the, the the bidding closed today at noon. Mm-hmm. I think at twelve twelve fifteen twelve thirty. It it uh, it came to a conclusion. Uh, they raised fifteen hundred and twenty five bucks. Isn't that um, cool. for the Barstool Sports Barstool Fund. Um, which is a, a great effort, uh, you know. A short, short turnaround, right? Ten oh, days, yeah. and uh, uh, a a really interesting deal. Uh, all of that money uh, will be raised, and and by the sounds of it, they've got some more initiatives as well to continue to raise some money um, throughout the year because that uh, is ten races. So, right? Um, they're they're gonna they're gonna use that to raise money all the way through. Um, do a couple of of raffles and and add a couple of spaces on the car um, to uh, that that can be purchased uh, and and rolled into uh, their donations. So it'll be really interesting uh to see what they can do and and uh you know with the, with that partnership.
0: Yeah. Too cool, too cool. Great initiative, the number thirty-three Super Late model. We only see them up here in Canada once with the Canadian Short Track Nationals at Yucasa, but we do see them lots on Pit Row TV. Uh, Pit Row TV does a lot of broadcasts, and uh, we do pick up the 33 of Albert Francis from time to time on there. And seeing them from up here in Canada and then watching them, um, you know, whenever we get an opportunity to, kind of cool. Uh, great kid, great initiative, and a great cause that he is going for there. Uh, we want to go, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Carrie Mix. Happy birthday to you. Carrie Mix turns 60 years old today. Uh, of course, NASCAR Penny, series driver of the O two, 2 been a staple in that series back into the Kaskar days. Kerry Mix is one of those dudes that uh, makes race fans excited to get to the race, and he turned 60 today. Happy birthday,
1: Kerry Mix. That's big, a that's big uh that's a big date,
0: and no no signs of really slowing down either. Just of their old about mix the
1: CPP, right? Yeah. How does that work? Well, 65. you can.
0: Yeah, no, he can get CPP. I turn sixty coming up in March. Think of all the tire, the the tire bills. Yeah, yeah, That, yeah. that you can pick up. Well, you can buy a Tiger a week or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool. Happy uh, birthday, Carrie! Yeah, dynamite. Cool. If you got uh social media, any any means of it, please look up Carrie Mix. And uh, send him a note. Just wish him a happy birthday. Um, we also want to put it out to Tyler Liscombe, another racer uh, that we see. Uh, oh, we used to see him back in the All-Star days, see him at Sunset Speedway, see him around the province. Uh, great late-model driver. Used to have hooters on the side of his car. Number 14. Uh, Tyler Liscom having trouble in the hospital right now. Got a kidney going south and having a hard time with it. So we're all hoping and praying that Tyler can pull through this uh, difficulty and Um, who knows? You could be tuned into Race Time Radio tonight if you are, Tyler. Get it going, man. We want to see you back at the racetrack. Good luck with everything, and uh, Tyler Liscomb, great guy.
1: Great yeah, guy, definitely, yeah. definitely. What better way to spend your time in a hospital bed than to listen to race? Time sure, ready. sure,
0: be a hey. great, great way, great That's way right. to uh, get those uh, healing juices flying, That's right? And get everything think healed about,
1: up. Think about racing a little bit.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now, um, other things that have been flying around in my noggin, um, uh, we've got some guests coming up in the future uh, with big news, big, 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 big news, big news. Can't share it with you tonight. But I can tell you, there's some big, big news coming up, Uh, January 24th. You're not going to want to miss that show. Just so you know, I'm just telling you a heads up. I don't even know what it is. No, you don't. You don't. Not going to tell you either. I was sworn to secrecy. You've done that to me before. You do that to me all the time. Sworn to secrecy. Yeah. Now we were going to have what's happening on January 24th. I'm racking my brain here. No, it's just an announcement for what's going to happen. But the announcement's going to come out January 24th. Um, give us give us a little hit. Hey, listen, I was going to have Jeff Cassidy on the show, yes. the guy that bought into Sobel Speedway. Yes. Uh, speaking with Jeff through the week and said, "Jeff, now uh, you're coming on on Sunday night." He said, "Joe, look, I I, I don't want to get on there Sunday night just cuz everything is brand new. Remember I'm the new guy. I'm the new guy, I got lots to learn." He said, "Can we push that off? Push it off a little bit. I need to do some more um, to get myself up to speed. I don't want to go on the radio and not have all the information and all the stuff that I should. For sure. So I said, absolutely, Jeff, no rush getting you on. Yep. I wanted to get you on for you, yeah. not for me. I yeah. wanted to get you on for you. So I respect the fact you want to get things dialed in before you get on the air. So um, that's why we haven't got Jeff. Lots Cassidy of positive on here feedback with that. Ooh, tons, tons, and tons. And good news, right? It's just going to make everything at Sauble Speedway. Uh, that little quarter mile track in Sobble Beach, Ontario, going to make everything more solid. Uh, with two guys that are really, really good owning that Speedway, and that's Paul Grisel that has owned it for the last four years, and Jeff Cassidy from Air Ontario. Those two guys, combined forces, look out.
1: It's going to be positive for everybody. It will be for sure. Yeah. Um, lots, of, uh, lots of buzz coming down the pipe from Solville Speedway on the United 8. Yeah, side, yeah. you know, I threw out a, a post on Facebook the other day. There, there's been a ton of talk, yes, um, from guys who have super stocks or old challengers or old limited lates that uh, are are going to be coming out for that deal. Yeah. Um, and and same with the combined force, the the names just continue to add up. Um it, you know it, it's such a bummer that this year it didn't get a chance to get off the ground but uh, uh that program is a big bright spot over there at at, uh, at Sobel Speedway.
0: Yeah, we're going to have more on that too as time starts uh, sure. unfolding as things go. Lots to talk about about that. Um you do the same thing you're going to get the same result. So uh Sobel Speedway step <laughs> well under the box got a brand new idea that they were going to launch in 2020 now 2021. It's going to make a big wave, and uh, I believe it's going to do some saving, uh, which is really going to help race teams, race fans, absolutely everybody. But we are going to hit our first break. Look at that, Junior. I'm already three minutes behind. It's 6.20 now. We're supposed to have Robbie up and on. We will have Robbie Thompson on the other side of this break live here tonight. We'll talk to him about 2021 and the plans going forward. And we look forward to it. Stay with us, everybody. Junior and I will going to be back live on Sirius XM, Channel 167.
3: Hey, race fans, this is Scott Steckers. You're listening to Race Time Radio. Get your
4: motor running.
5: Head out on the highway.
4: From coast to coast, coast, to coast you're listening to Canada Talks
0: tonight's race time radio is fired up by Quickwick Firestarters. fire starters available online at quickwick.com. that's quickwick.
6: q w i c k w i c k. q-w-i-c-k-w-i-c-k.com rev tv is canada's own motorsports network featuring live races and rallies from around the world and right here at home Rev TV is your destination for motorsports action 24-7.
5: Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. If you stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how.
6: Winter
0: is on the way. Cold Temperatures. Mean we light fires to warm up or cook on, sometimes even to survive. Quickwick fire starters are a must in your kit, in your sled, ATV, or vehicle. Quickwick just may save your life if you get stranded this winter. Enjoy the winter. We're Canadian, and so is Quickwick. They're available online. Go to quickwick.com. Quickwick fire starters—they work.
6: Alexa, play NASCAR Radio on Sirius XM.
4: Sirius XM NASCAR Radio from Sirius XM. Start your
7: engine. To NASCAR's biggest name, Kyle Busch, Here, live coverage of every single race.
3: They're side by side for the win. Woo!
7: It's unfiltered 24 7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. you got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com/slash NASCAR.
0: Tonight's race time radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa Know How.
4: If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hey, Hear rare interviews and performances,
7: oh, yes, hey.
4: live concerts. Is
7: there anybody alive
4: out there? Celebrity. Yes, DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, babies, Little Steven here, and more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel.
7: Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to hey. East Street Radio, your great, home away from home. Great to meet you. East Street Radio,
4: Sirius XM Channel Twenty, Race Time Radio to Go, streaming live or on demand.
8: The little wheelhouse
0: bringing us back from the break. Good evening, everybody, and thanks for joining us on Race Time Radio. Off to the hotline we go, and we're going to welcome in a true veteran of Canadian short track racing. This guy has been there, done that, and, uh, man, he moved away from us. He's out on Canada's East Coast now. Uh, I'm, I've got the pleasure of calling him not only a good friend, uh, but I'll tell you what, this guy is lighting the lamp. Uh, and he's out on Canada's East Coast, about to uh, do some really cool stuff. And uh, he's joining us now on the hotline. Let's welcome in Robbie Thompson. What's going on there, Robbie? How you
1: doing? First off, how that you was, doing, John
0: Junior? Great to hear from you. So
9: that how you was, doing, guys?
1: That was the nicest way to call somebody old that I've ever heard.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near as old as Mixy, sixty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Happy birthday, Mixie. <laughs> the youngest youngest-looking sixty-year-old in motorsport. That's right. I'll
0: tell you what—he must get his hair done and makeup on before he goes Holy. out there.
9: Baby face Carrie Mick. Sixty years old. That's awesome. Happy birthday, Carrie.
0: Now you would have raced against Mixie. I can just about guarantee it, Robbie, Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah.
9: Yeah, back at Sabo back in the day there when we ran at Your Place and then also in the Cash Car deal we ran with Mixie quite a bit. Great competitor and the real Iron Man. He's he's tough.
0: Now I know J.R. Fitzpatrick used to have his tussles with Mixy. Did you ever, when you were on the racetrack with him, can you remember any nights where you went, "Damn, Mixy, leave me alone"?
9: No, he, he, Carrie's tough as nails, but he's he's a great competitor. He races you the way you race him. He gives you tons of respect if you treat Kerry right. He treats you back right. And if you don't, then you're going to get what you, you're going to reap what you sow with Kerry. There's no in between. But he's a very hardcore competitor, very competitive guy. Uh, back at your place in the late 80s, early 90s, when he had that red and white 23, that new market equipment car. Yeah. And that thing was tough to beat, that old Monte Carlo. If you beat Mixie, you had a good night.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Always great. When Mixie rolls in the gate at any racetrack, any series, you know you're going to get your money's worth. It'd be kind of cool to see you yeah. back behind the wheel in 2021. I wouldn't doubt we're going to see you.
3: Definitely, for sure.
0: That's too cool. Robbie, you are now out in the Maritimes. That's where you call home now. Uh, Last time I seen you was actually back at the beach uh, with the APC Series. You were helping out uh, the young sensation, of course, uh, Mr. Lapsevich in the 32 car. Uh, So I knew you hadn't fallen out of the sport. I was shocked to see you back in Ontario. Uh, But you were flying back and forth. What do you got going on out there, bud?
9: Yeah, well we were still a little bit involved in that deal and then we're uh we're getting really hardcore into the Legends program. We got five or six cars in the shop and uh got some big things coming up this year. We're gonna take on some uh some do some rental deals, some arrive and drive opportunities for younger kids, you know, now that Scotia Speed World's got the young lions division, you know, they can start in a Legends car at twelve years old, so mom and dad might have a kid in go-karts or the businessman that doesn't have the infrastructure, trucks, trailers, scales, radios, and all that stuff to go do it, but want to try it. So, you know, we're going to provide an avenue for uh, an arriving drivers and driver mentoring, and, you know, plus I'm going to run myself. We're going to run a family-owned team here. My daughter's seven. We're looking for her to get her going, and uh I went out and tested in the fall and shook the rust off. We're still pretty competitive, so I'm going to do a bunch of racing myself and just – uh Get fully acclimated with those cars and uh, working with some really good people, and I think we got a really good deal going.
1: Now, uh, offline, you and I had a conversation uh, uh, probably, I'm going to say two weeks ago now, talking about the Legends car. Um, The fire that I heard in your voice talking about the Legends cars and and talking about how fun they are to drive, Um, talk to us a little bit about, from your perspective, what the Legends cars are all about.
9: I gotta tell you, they they are the the most fun power to weight ratio of any race car I've ever drove in. It's 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 like flying an F seventeen or F sixteen in a gymnasium. They are just so fun. I mean, I've drove everything from late models to pro stocks to Gander trucks. They are the most bang for the buck. They're they're lightning fast. They're they're still a real race car. You got 12 over suspension, so you can still you know, get smart and get technical, but when you get behind the wheel, there's nothing like it, Joe. It's it's unbelievable. You, you got to try it. I told you offline. It's just it makes a pro stock feel like it's still fun, but it's just it's such a sensation. Like it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and you know what? We're hearing so many guys. You know, just the, a guy here in Ontario. Uh, you know, he drove for he drove multiple different. You know, formats of race car, same type of deal. Howard Bentley, right? You right, know, backwards. I stood there, stood there, had a conversation with him, and and of course, he drives a, a legends car now here in Ontario. Um, and you know, he, he he gave the same feedback. Right, um, yeah. Rob Maxinell. Rob Maxinell, same deal. <laughs> yeah, <Robbie laughs> and, Max. and you know, the 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 list goes on and on. Um, the are they're affordable racing but you're driving in something that feels like it shouldn't be affordable and that's exactly. the coo- that's, that's the coolest the thing. part I about mean, it that's the coolest thing
9: about them and they're you know they're super affordable but they're super fast i mean they run the same speed that as the sportsman cars do like a like a late model sportsman type uh like like at home like a pro late model like they're wicked fast they've got lots of adjustability in them and uh they're just they're a really neat division and i think you know, it's a good division. It's a good division for guys that want to come back racing that have retired. It's a great division for young kids to to get up through. I mean, you've seen the likes of a lot of guys down south, Daniel Hemrick, and a lot of the you know William Byron, all them guys. A lot of guys have come in a legend cars. They're they're a really good feeder. You know, you get a really good feel for them, and the fun factor just driving them is unbelievable.
0: And INEX does a great job with them, right? Like, all those cars are, uh, you want to call them cookie cutter? They're all spec. Uh, So you got to stay within that box. The minute you vary outside that box, you get popped. So they do a great job keeping uh, keeping the lid on it, keeping it affordable, and making it what we see today. And out on the east coast of Canada, now we do see legend cars here in Ontario, and you're about to see more of them. With places like Sobel Speedway, Full Throttle, uh, those different racetracks up this way that are going to expand on the Legend Car Series. We tried to do it in 2020 and couldn't get out of the box. But trust me when I say 2021, you're going to see more Legend Car Racing here in Ontario but I'll tell you what, it's really well-developed on Canada's East Coast in the Maritimes, the League of Legends, uh, Scotia Speed World, Riverside, all those different racetracks out there have been running Legends for a long time. And, Robbie, you see it when you're out there. Look at the list of names that have come out of Legends into a pro stock that have not only gone out and competed, but they've gone out and won championships.
9: Yeah, yeah, it is. And there's some really tough competitors. I mean, you look at, you know... Braden Langell and Andrew Lively and a lot of these guys, I mean, they go run down south, and they're ultra-competitive with Corey Hall. I mean, those guys from the East Coast, they go down and they win national events, and they're very, very competitive. And that's the other cool thing about the Legend car. I mean, once we get the border open and we kick COVID out of here, I mean, if you're going to Florida, you can go to Speed Week, you can go to Vegas, you can go to Texas, you can take those cars anywhere. You can come home to Ontario for a week's vacation and come run at Salvo Speedway. I mean, the rule book is the same Right across the continent, whether you're racing in Italy, Japan, it doesn't matter. The legend car is the legend car. I mean, that's it's it's a great program, and uh, we got some sponsors that are are standing up and going to stand behind us, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: How cool is that? We're live tonight with Robbie Thompson out on Canada's East Coast, going to set up a legend program, get some young kids involved, uh, doing a an Rive and Drive type program. Robbie, tell us about the cars themselves. Uh, as mentioned there, you got a bunch of them. Are they all brand new cars? Are they ones that you've acquired through other race teams? What have you got in the house?
9: We got a mixed bag of everything. We got six or seven here right now. We got two from Andrew Lively, who's a champion out here, and we're working with him quite a bit, helping him out a bit on his. Uh, sportsman deal and he's been a lot of help leaning on him for advice and stuff he's a consummate professional he runs real well and he actually went and tested with me and stuff so uh we got those and we got <clears throat> i got another car down out of charlotte that i got that was a national championship car driven by jeremy wood jeremy won 100 and some races and won the vegas nationals in the car so it's it's a pretty fast car and we got a couple other ones here that are Everything's, everything's really good and, uh, we got one new one coming. So we're getting pretty geared up. You know, we gotta, we gotta thank a lot of people that are helping make it happen. You know, we'll be coming in hot, quick, quick, hot. We got quick wicks on board with a corporate deal with a couple cars. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a a lot of excitement and it's going to be a lot of, uh, just a big thrill that we're uh, really looking forward to.
0: Hey, check it out. Frank Wall strikes again. He's on the East Coast with a legend car, Robbie Thompson. Frank Wall just keeps lighting that lamp, keeps the fires going, but look at him in motorsports. That's kind of cool. Uh, Robbie, um, when you look at those legend cars, that's the beauty of these cars. You get a brand-new one today and put one that was, I don't know, two, three years old. You put them side-by-side, and there ain't no difference between one or the other, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
9: Exactly. You can you can do that. You can, um, you know, the, they don't get outdated. That's the thing. You can just keep freshening them up, put the motors in them, you know, get to the FZ09, now the new liquid-cooled motor that they got. But they don't ever get obsoleted at all.
0: Yeah, and that's the cool part about them. Now, they have updated, and there was a brand-new motor that made a debut last year, and it's liquid-cooled. Uh, I think the jury's still out on that one. Whether it's a better program than the air cooled, what is your thought on it? What are your cars? You got liquid cooled. You got what? What are you got happening?
9: <laughs> we got some of both. Um, I think the liquid cooled is going to be the way to go. It's going to be the way of the future. They're a lot more dependable. Uh, the twelve fifty makes a lot of power on the bottom end, and it's really torquey. It's it's a different car to drive. The FZ oh nine is a little bit calmer. It's a little bit more forgiving. But the durability factor and the, the way it's going to bring economics into the motorsports is going to be a big thing because they're going to last forever, where the other ones, you know, they were a little bit, at times, they would blow up, where they're saying that the FZ09s, the farther and farther you run them, the better they get. And, you know, now they went to the Hoosier tire, and it's been a good equalizer as well, and it's it's got a lot of life in it where you're not buying tires every week, the tires last and last and last. So, you know, it's... uh. It's pretty exciting. We're uh, we're pretty pumped up. We got, like I said, a shop full of cars, and you know I want to get the Bandolero for the daughter. My wife's got a car. I got a couple of customer cars, and we got a bunch of other people going to do the rental deals. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a full house, and you know the quick wick
0: caught. that's awesome. That's I, awesome. A,
1: a tire lasting with Robbie Thompson. I, uh, that, those yep. two those two terms don't go together. <laughs> that's
0: Yeah. Hey, listen, this is good news. I'm excited to hear not only the program, but the potential of uh, the Maritimes going to see Robbie Thompson in a legend car uh, has got to be making people smile. If they don't know you, they will. And uh, that's kind of cool. But I got to put something out there. Uh If you're going to get back in the wheel behind behind the wheel of a race car. Robbie, I got to tell you that IWK 250. You do not have one of those trophies, my friend. I can't. I, I would really like to see you behind the wheel of a Pro Stock, buddy.
9: <laughs> well, yeah, that's a that's a pretty tough field right there. The Pro Stock field out here is, uh I mean, it's tough sledding. It's just like the APC series. It's um, it's the top motorsports two series in Canada. If you want my opinion, I mean, the APC Con series is full of competition. And that Maritime Parts for Truck Series, it is just unbelievable. The talent level and the level of equipment in those fields, I mean, it's just people that haven't seen or haven't followed that need to follow it because there's a lot of big money teams. There's a lot of really good equipment, King and Butcher and Noggle, and I mean, there's just some really top shelf teams in that division and some really, really good equipment, good cars, good teams. And, uh, the 250 would be fun. I mean, I ran ACT races back in the day, and, uh, we'll see. You never say never, but it would have to be the right opportunity for sure. You know that, Joe. It's not, you know, we're ever going to go do something like that. It'll be, it'll be the right situation.
0: Well, you're preaching to the choir, my friend. We know all about that tour out there, and, uh, I back up absolutely every word you said, but, uh, It'd be kind of cool, Robbie. You and I go back a long way, and uh, you'd definitely be one of my in-race reporters for our broadcast out there. And I'll tell you what—I could just hear it now. Joe, don't bother me right now. I'm about to win the IWK 250. <laughs> Leave me alone.
9: <laughs> yeah, we could definitely do a good deal on an in-race reporter. And stuff. you know, we got to get COVID out of here. We got to get the grandstands full. We got to get the people back to the racetrack get everybody healthy and get racing back healthy. Get the promoters healthy, and you know. Fill the stands, fill the seats, get everybody out camping and going to the races, buying their quick-wicks and having their campfires and singing songs with their guitars and drinking beer and having good times, right, and get this... Get this stuff behind us. Get the economy back rolling, and get everybody get everybody back
1: healthy and whole. Absolutely, one hundred percent echoed. Uh, uh, Robbie, looking at uh, you know, you, you've obviously been there, done that. We've covered that off. There's there's a tremendous amount of uh, you know uh, 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 race tracks and disciplines that you've been involved in. Uh, now you've spent some time out east, and you've seen you know kind of the racing scene. What's the difference between the maritime? racing scene not just the legends or or the pro stocks but but the overall racing industry in the maritimes versus what you what you see here in ontario what are the differences
9: i don't i don't think you see a lot of differences really to be honest you just see uh, out here it's, it's a very dedicated fan following it's a dedicated ownership group um you know the pro stock teams are consummate professionals. They got big money behind them. They're very, very professional. Same with the Legends teams. I mean, there's the car counts are massive. The fan support is huge. I mean, it's, I, I would think it might even be stronger out here right now than back home. Um, other than the APC series, they have a huge car count and a huge fan following as well. But at the weekly level, I think, and I'm, I'm sure you guys will probably agree with me, I think it's supported. Probably a little heavier by both the fan base and the corporate sponsor base and, you know, sponsors in general, the local sponsors, the people, you know, putting butts in the stands. I mean, before COVID commenced, the stands are full. You go to Speed World on a Friday night or you go to a pro stock race, she's she's standing room only. Like, there's good crowds, there's good support. All the divisions seem really, really healthy and lots of cars. You know, it's uh, it's in pretty good standing, and I, I would think you guys would agree with that. Yeah. I would echo it.
0: Yeah. I would echo that. You don't see many fenders empty on those cars out there, and that's really, uh, you know, usually a really good sign of the support that's in the area for racing. And yeah. uh, you don't see a lot of empty fenders. That's what I picked up. Yeah, on.
1: and no, you the the other thing too, you know, is. Is it's the chicken or the egg, right? Which right. came first? Is it because there's so many people in the grandstands, right? It's a lot easier to sell a sponsor when when you, you got have the people, when you've got the people, and and it's a lot easier to get the people when you've got all the cars. So, um, it's uh, it, I I echo everything you said. You know, I've been to I've been there and and seen both. <laughs> and and you know when you look at the the industry on both sides you, you know out, out east you've got the the butchers and the noggles and and all those guys and and here you've got the the grizzels and you've got the stotties and you've got the pritigos and Watson's, you know you've got yep. all those guys so like really the talent level is i would say equal Yep. Between the two, between Ontario and, and, and between out east. But but where I give the advantage to the East guys is that the the locals support the locals. Well it Make helps time.
0: when you're live on the radio. I guess it does, just throw for sure. that out there. Hundred percent. It's yeah. gotta got help. We've been doing that for ten years collectively yep. with the Parts for truckster on a national stage. Yep, Man, sure. I gotta tell you, it's probably helping.
1: Yep. And I also gonna...
9: think just on the Saturday night level, the the level of professionalism might be the bar might be a hair raised in, in the, in the feeder divisions. I just, I don't know. I mean, they all carry themselves with an extreme amount of, of professionalism, you know, right from street stocks to mini stocks to, to the legend cars. And there's some super, super talented people. I mean, when you, when you see how well some of these guys do that go down to run the national events and they go down south and they go to Florida and they win four out of five nights like Braden Langell did. I mean, it's just, he, the, the level of talent is, is unsurpassed in my mind, and the and the way they carry themselves, and like you say, the locals do support locals, and um, but it's it's pretty impressive, truthfully.
0: Yeah, when you put everything together, the package they've got out there. Uh, uh, awesome, and it's great yeah. to see. Uh, Robbie, how will someone get a hold of you? Uh, do you have all the butts filled in all your legend cars? Are you still looking for teams to come in? No,
9: we're still taking on deals. We're still talking to a few people. The Lake Dusetsk you know, uh, down was- in Yarmouth, they're putting a legend deal in. we got two or three guys that are reaching out to us, buddy. They're building cars or doing some programs for them, too. So we've still got some opportunities available. We're on Facebook, and uh, we're on the web, so... We're out there. Uh, there's gonna be, we're gonna have a bunch of big launches coming. We're working on a bunch of finalized sponsorship to go along for associate stuff with coming in hot, quick, with hot stuff, and, uh, we'll just, uh, see what happens.
0: Now, how do, how do they, how would the team get a hold of you if by chance you're interested in taking a look at the program that you offer? How would they do that best way?
9: I just either through the email, through the, Through the Facebook, through the Robbie Thompson Racing Facebook page, or they can call you or call me. Whatever, my number's out there. It's on all the pages, and always willing to talk. If there's somebody looking to do a deal, or somebody wants to run a kid, or like I said, maybe a businessman that wants to go racing now in life, but he doesn't have the infrastructure, doesn't have scales, radios, trucks, trailers, equipment, but wants to run. You know, we got the gear. We got first first first-rate gear, and it's all good stuff. And uh, you know, we're pretty excited about
0: it. Nah, that's awesome. You got a seat that'll fit a
1: big boy. <laughs> you got a seat that'll fit a big boy?
0: Yeah, we can squeeze you in, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
9: I already like. told you that offline. When you were out here this know. summer, you said you've always wanted to try one. I we'll do. put you in one. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be a wedge. That'd be a wedge. But you know what? You'd fit, Junior. I've seen
1: some
9: big oh, guys. Oh, yeah, we'll get you in. Shoehorn oh, yeah. and some Vaseline. We'll get you in there. <laughs> yeah,
0: good stuff. I've Junior. always
1: wanted, like, like to be honest with you, both the legends and the TQs, you know, I, I would hold both of them to, to a, you know, the, the same type of car you know the same type of speed um and uh you know i've just always been a huge fan of of those cars and 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 the style that that you know it takes to be fast in them um i I, it's just a, a great class i can see why it's growing good on you and uh best of luck robbie
9: it would be a lot of fun to mic you up and put you out in one and then we'll air it live with 45 second or minute and a half clip of having you wired up in one and have an in-race reporter with you. We'll send you out and run some laps to see because I really think you've drove stuff in your life and it would, it would really surprise you. I mean, it, it definitely surprised me and, and you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. You'd be. When we were out testing on the fall, knocking the rust off and trying to get back competitive and stuff, it was uh
0: it, it's it's a lot of fun. You I'd, you wouldn't believe
1: it. I'd say a lot of cuss words. No, you won't. I would <laughs> I would. I, I guarantee.
0: You would. How come I went around this so fast? <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, it happens fast in a legend car, right? You've been in super late models and you name it, but man, it's gotta happen fast in a legend car. When it breaks, you gotta be right there to hang on to it or you're gone.
9: Oh, it does. I mean, it's super fast and it's, you know, like I said, the lap times are consistent with like a, a pro late model or a late model sportsman type car. So they're, they're definitely cooking and they're, um, the, you're so close to the ground and it's just the power to weight ratio. They're so light, 1300 pounds, you know, it's just. It's it's quite a thrill. I can't even begin to describe. Yeah, I talked to Junior after I went testing that day, and he. I was just like, man, you can't believe it. It's like flying an F sixteen and over in the gymnasium. It's so much fun. It's just, it's a lot of fun.
0: And the kids today. Uh, I don't know whether you attribute it to eye racing. I don't know whether you attribute it to what, but the kids today have got a level of talent now. Stepping into rides like this. That they can actually handle it at a young age. And I got to tell you, I'm surprised at some of them. This isn't, um, uh, it's not, they're a real race car. uh, And there's no way around it, you know, like, uh, and and you got to be there to catch that. And I've seen some really good young drivers on Canada's East Coast that have got out of that car and surprised the daylights out of me on how well they piloted that machine. Um, I think back, Robbie, to Riverside International Speedway, probably six, seven years ago now, maybe even longer. And a young guy got out in Victory Lane. He had a number 67 on the door. He was 14 years old. And it was young Dylan, uh, our champion, uh, Dylan Blankhorn, uh, that we know now today in a pro stock. uh, He got out of that car. He was so young. uh, They gave him a bottle of champagne. In victory lane, said, you can't take a sip, but we'll let you shake and blow the cap. He didn't know how to do it. That's how young he was. But he took, awesome. on, he took on Riverside International Speedway, and that kid went against 30 of the best, and he beat them. Like, it was wild, wild to see. And I got respect that day for a legend car, I got to tell you.
9: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of guys have said that. A lot of my buddies down south that have been pretty involved with it, and they have uh, they have pretty big operations and stuff down there where they run, uh, you know, at Charlotte and run kids there and stuff. And they just they said it's it's a really good proven ground. The talent level is, you know, the reaction times, and you actually learn about a race car. You learn stagger wedge, you know, adjustments. You know, you got all the real basic adjusters that you need to learn on a race car still at your disposal to use. So it's it's a pretty good training ground, not just from holding the wheel, but how to work on them too. And you know, most successful racers out there either they can. A successful fire on the wheel. Usually, they
1: can work on it. On on the the final Pinty's race at Riverside, which was in 2019, right? right? Um, it was uh, you know the the race was rained out. We, we ended up going the next day, right? Um, and you know when I I've seen the Legends cars at at you know scotia speed world i've seen them at sobel speedway i've seen them at lots of different places but but i had never seen them on riverside Mm. and uh you know we were rolling through tech and they they did a full practice session and and you know you're busy you're focused on on the team you're all the things that you got to do and and uh, i wasn't paying attention you know to what was on the track right but then you know we we rolled the car through tech now where the tech shed is is right down in in turn three and four yeah um and and where you roll through you're right up against the inside wall and you're only feet from the racetrack that's it and and there's there's a fence between you um and you know when they rolled out on the racetrack they were rolling around under yellow and i was like man like these things these things are gonna be fast. Oh here. yeah, there's like, a herd of them. And and when they dropped the green flag in practice, I was astounded at how fast they went through turn three and four. And like you're only feet away, but like it was it was breathtaking, right? Like like yeah. they're they're screaming fast. And uh you know, every one of those Pinty's crew guys were standing there up against the fence, like, oh my god. Like it, it just it, it is such a, a sight, right? And and Uh, just the sound of them at that place. Uh, Riverside is definitely a cool joint and, uh, you know, in any type of race car, you could drive a wheelbarrow around that place and it'd be fun. Right. But, but watching those, uh, watching those legends cars there, that's something that stands out to me. If you are in the area, that is a place to take in legends car racing for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, amazing. I'll tell you uh,
0: just another quick story, and then we've got to let Robbie go. But uh, Matt Crafton, when Matt Crafton came to Riverside, he was going to participate in the IWK 250 for the first time. Yep. Uh, the Legend Cars were also in practice night on the Thursday night. And uh, it was Butchers, uh, all the top uh, teams that have Legend Cars as well. They were all down pit road, and they were out practicing. And Matt Crafton kept looking over at them. And watching them, when he would get out of the pro stock and the guys were dialing it in, Matt Crafton was up against the fence watching the legend cars. He come back over and he said, man, I'd like to go for a ride on one of those things. I've never done a legend race. I've never been in a legend car. And one of the crew guys from Donald Chisholm's team that was uh, preparing Matt Crafton's car said, well, I own that legend over there. You want to go? I let you out there. So Matt said, "Absolutely, get me lined up with that." Matt Crafton had a blast in that legend <laughs> car, and he was fast for never getting in one. Now he's a professional racer, uh, Camping World two-time Camping World Truck Series winner, and uh, Matt Crafton had a blast. He said, "Donald, can Can I run one of them too? <laughs> Just so you know." <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. They're. You'll
9: see when we get Joe in one this
0: summer when you guys are out here. Okay. Uh, Robbie, I can't wait. Can't wait. And uh, I, I want to see you in a pro stock, too, just so you know.
9: Well, it's up to you, Joe. You find the right opportunity. You you start beating the bushes and find us the right deal, and we'll see what we can do. Yeah. And when
1: a driver says find the right opportunity, that means you find the money. Yeah. That, that, right. You find the money. Find the money, honey. Hey,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. There is, uh, there is some teams on that East Coast. That would look for a driver like Robbie Thompson to plant him in for like the Cat 250 at Scotia Speed World or the IWK 250. Any of those extended races, some of those guys are looking for people to put in their car. I'll tell you what, if Robbie Thompson lives out there, which he does, he would be a really, really good choice. If you want an experienced guy behind the wheel of your car, Uh, I'll tell you if I had one out there. I'd be definitely looking up your number, brother, uh, to that stick a boy, you in. brother. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie, it's been great catching up with you. Uh, we got to go. We got, uh, uh, Tony Stevens coming up, Pit Row TV. I know well, you I watch really out appreciate there.
9: it. Make sure all the listeners get out and get their quick wicks and coming in quick, quick, hot. And, uh, looking forward to your big, big announcement, Joe. I heard that's going to be a really big announcement on the, uh, on the 24th. Really interested to see what that's going to be, the CMO and stuff. And, uh,
0: Hope you got coming. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Robbie, this has been great. Have a safe one out there, and let's get rid of this virus, and uh, we shall meet out there on Canada's east coast in the Maritimes, brother. Look forward to it, brother. Can't wait to see you guys when you get out here. That is Robbie Thompson. Uh, kind of cool news there, Junior. Real cool. Yeah, for sure.
1: A lot of excitement. You you can hear uh, it in him. Yep. He's energized. Look out. Absolutely. And uh, uh, just uh, a a cool deal. Another guy moves east. Yeah. You know, you you start adding these guys up, and uh, uh, you you Maritimers, you're stealing all of our guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Incredible. Hit a quick break. Tony Stevens, Payroll TV, coming up on the other side. Stay with us.
6: Race fans, this is Derek White, number 99, the OCR Gas Bar
0: Chevrolet. You're listening to RTR Race Time Radio on Serious Hardcore
4: Sports Radio. I need somebody
6: with a body like you. I think I like you too. Race Time Radio is fueled by vp Race Fuel. The worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at dawsondental.ca. Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe
0: you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use a quick wit. These fire starters work. No paper or kindling. And presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickquick.com. Quick, quick, They work.
6: From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV also features exclusive live race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and so much more. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order.
5: Even though Napa is a nationally known name,
0: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how.
7: Men, 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 morning men. Hi, I'm Evan Cohen, and, and I'm Mike that We were given 30 seconds to describe our show, Morning Men, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, so I'll ask you some questions, and you give me the answers. What do we do for fun? You, go to the diner with your family. Me, I drink and forget I have a family. Biggest crush? You, Tom Brady. Me, anyone in yoga pants. What do we want to do more of? You, talk about what happened the night before in the world of sports. Me, I would like to do more of my wife. <laughs> I think we just ran out of time. Morning Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, and the Sirius XM app. Radio.
4: Only on Sirius XM 167. We get you close. I want my MPG. If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio. I think I like it too. I'm
0: Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. You gotta do me a favor. Google Joey Vinegar. Joey Vinegar. Google that, and um, uh, that's his song. It's a new song that uh, Joey just came out with just ahead of Christmas. Uh, I know Joey, and I'll tell you what. That guy is lighting a lamp with this song. It is welded in my head. I think I like it too. Yeah, that's cool. I really do. Uh, let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And uh, just uh, we've got to welcome in our next guest. Uh, let's welcome in Tony stevens Row. Tony, i got to tell you, uh, Robbie Thompson, long-winded dude, and we had him on, good friend of ours. Um, but we did go over time a bit. We are a little late calling you, and I just want you to know I'm going to try and hold your ransom to the other side off the top of the hour, because we've got to throw it back to SiriusXM, do a news update, and then we're going to come back for Hour 2, and you're still going to be with us, I hope. Is that cool? Yeah, it's cool.
3: You should pick a better
0: night, because I'm worth about $2 tonight, so no. uh, your ransom's not going to be very much. Ah, there you go. Well, that's good to know. Hey, Tony, I know, uh, brand new year, right? We've got uh, New Year's out of the way, 2021 in front of us, and I keep seeing some great news uh, with pit road tv you guys got a lot happening and it's early january but things are building up pretty good pretty fast here
3: yeah they certainly are i mean we've uh, we've got a lot of things happening and some stuff we haven't even let people know about that we're working on and doing different things with and uh some things are blessings some things are curses uh we certainly got a, a heck of a, a year already planned i mean we're going go to florida and do speed weeks here for a couple of weeks of different things and um, we'll be doing that. And, you know, and towards the end of the year, we'll be doing a bunch of stuff at Rockingham in North Carolina. So that one's going to be cool. And we got a bunch of other cool stuff in the middle. So it's, and it keeps adding up. So it's going to be one heck of a year for sure.
0: I know, uh, Rockingham, you've probably been there. You're a huge race fan. Have you ever done any coverage from Rockingham before?
3: So funny story, um, I have. Uh, I was actually one of the track announcers there when they brought the truck series back, uh, what was it, 13 and 14 or 12 and 13 or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we so, were there too. Yeah, yes, yeah. so I was one of the voices. Me and Marty were up there in the booth, and my, my good buddy Lenny Baticki was on pit lane for a lot of those. And, uh, yeah, so I've been there doing that, and we did some other stuff back in the day before technology allowed us to do some of the cool stuff we do now.
0: Oh, the Frank Kimmel Nationals. Wasn't that a series? I just absolutely loved it.
3: Oh, it's fantastic. In fact, Frank's a neighbor of mine now. He lives about a mile up the road from around that. But those were always fun to go there and it was it was always a deal to be able to get down there for the polar bear race and start the year out. Even if it was frigid, it was it was a good time and you know, I talked to the owner of the racetrack two days ago now. They're doing a lot of things at that particular facility in general to help elevate it and kind of get it modernized so there, there could be even bigger things coming for Rockingham down
0: the pipe. Well, oh, What a racetrack. Uh, I know we were there, Junior and I, and uh, my wife, Sue. Uh, we did some live broadcasting on Sirius XM. Now, back in those days, I want to say we were on uh, Channel 156 or 8, uh, Sports Express. Uh, but we did get an opportunity to go live from Rockingham. And uh, we got with some great guests at the time. Um, and, and they're just oh man, I absolutely love that racetrack. It provides dynamite racing. If you've never seen a late model fly around that track, uh, I was surprised that the body didn't fly off the cars they were going so fast. And the day we were there, uh, it was um, it was our man uh, Corey LaJoy going to victory lane. So so cool to watch. Um, and and, and I, I know there's going to be more of it now. And uh, how cool is that, that it's all going to be transpired? Pit Row TV going to be there and bring us live coverage. Uh, but, Tony, here we are. We are at the top. Um, I'm going to throw it back to Scotty in Toronto. Do the news uptick. It takes 90 seconds. And then we're going to get you back on here. And we've got lots more to talk about. Sound good to you?
3: Sounds like to me.
0: Absolutely. And two bucks are ours. Yeah, those two bucks are coming up. Okay, throw it back to Toronto. And uh, we get you up to date on some news that you may have missed while we've been on the air and then back for Hour 2 tonight on a special time for Race Time Radio. Stay with us!
4: You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM
7: Channel 167.
6: Racetime Radio is brought to you by the
0: Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Racetime Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel
7: and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. and.
8: oh Everything's happening so fast.
7: Every race.
8: Hard contact into the safer barrier.
7: Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365.
6: Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90.
4: (laughs) We're back with our number two of race time radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks.
0: And just like that, our number two begins tonight. A lot of our regular listeners that may have missed, we are on the air an hour early tonight. We start at 6 to 8 tonight, special time. The Raptors game is coming up live following Race Time Radio tonight. You don't want to miss it right here on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks. On the hotline, we held him ransom. He's still with us. We have Tony Stevens, Pit Row TV. Uh, Of course, Pit Row TV uh, goes all over the United States uh, and provides live coverage of races, uh, pay-per-view stuff. You can uh, click on them. You can buy into them. And I'll tell you what. One of the and the best live broadcasts that you will see of short track racing in America. Uh, Tony Stevens, this guy, does a phenomenal job with his team. And uh, we're talking 2021 with Tony tonight. Uh, Tony, let's get back to it. You talked Rockingham. You got any other new speedways that you guys haven't been to uh, scheduled for 2021? Or uh, is it a little too premature to let all the cats out of the bag?
3: Uh, part of it's a little too early to let all the cats out of the bag. Uh, and part of it is there's still a lot of unknowns. Um, uh, I think everybody's still dealing with a lot of unknowns. So even the best laid plans may get changed. So it's not out of the question for that to happen. But I think we all at least have a better idea what to expect and how to plan for that kind of uncertainty this year. But I know our, our car store opener is going to be at Dillon Motor Speedway, which is a place that I personally haven't been to in about five or six years. And, it is a very unique racetrack for sure. Um, if, if you've ever been down 995 in the States, if you're heading to Florida or whatever, mm. there's a series of billboards, uh, for a little tourist trap or whatever you want to call it called South of the Border. And Dillon is about 10 miles souther of the border, if you will. Um, so that's, that's where we'll be going. And, um, ultimately it's, it's going to be fun. First weekend of March, that date, I don't want to say replaces because we just moved Rocky Ham, but, uh, that day uh, now occupied that we were going to start out at Rockingham is now going to be Dillon Motor Speedway, and then Rockingham moves to Halloween weekend. But that one's going to be a new one for us. We haven't been there in a while. We haven't been to Caraway Speedway. I know our car store crew is going to be going there. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff happening. <laughs> I mean, I was I was over at Charlotte today with the, the Legends Nation TV group because we produce all their stuff, and. They don't even have the, the announcements out yet of where all their national events are going to be, and, and some of the rumors are we'll be going to new places on that side, too. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll bring our Canadian buddy Tim Carey with us from Tim's Corner because he, he likes to do his legend car things. So if we can figure out a way to you know, getting back and forth, we may bring him along for the ride, too.
0: Oh, now that would be cool. And wouldn't it be cool if one day we could have a Nationals event at Sobel Speedway uh, right here on the lake, uh, on the edge of Lake Huron, 11 miles of white sand. You guys would be in heaven. You'd love it. And we got a cool racetrack
1: right here. Maybe one day. You never know, right?
3: You had me sold on water and sand and in great time, so
1: I'm game. Let's do it. Uh, not not this time of year, bud. No, not this not time. time year. Year. Not this
2: time of year. I
3: didn't say to be this time.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not <laughs> this time of year. You would freeze. You I. I, I would be. I would be scared for oh, it. Oh, you'd be a popsicle by, uh, on a worm I, day. <laughs> I, I will say this about that. You. You said it was it was five to ten minutes souther, and that is the appropriate way to say it when you are at Dillon Speedway yeah that's that's probably not inaccurate you're right <laughs> <laughs> hey tony uh, uh you guys had some great coverage from uh daytona Kart week uh down there uh talk to us a little bit about that it It seemed like you guys had a tremendous amount of fun uh that event series is getting so big down at daytona international speedway and and in that vicinity uh the flat track stuff looked really cool and and uh by all accounts, there was a tremendous amount of carts in in you know in that little uh, mid Florida range. Uh, there was a tremendous amount of carts down that way.
3: Yeah, and Daytona is always doesn't matter whether you're racing go kart bicycles, stock cars, sports car, whatever. Daytona is a place that brings out everybody because they. I mean, there's not many times you get a chance in your life to win a trophy that has the name Daytona on it, right? Yeah. Right. So they were able to bring carters from all over the country. Uh, to that event. Like I said, it has it, it, it's gone through some different cycles throughout the years because they used to have it at a, at a stadium somewhere else in town and different things, but now they've got some traction at the racetrack, and it's part of their full cart week. With um, They run on the Rolex course with the, the endurance carts, like sprint carts, the lay-down deals. They have a dedicated track in the infield for the Manufacturers' Cup Series, and then they run a flat track for um, your dirt track, oval track type carts, and they had I think it was like 50% more entries this year than they had last year. So it has, it's growing by leaps and bounds, no doubt. And by all accounts, there's more people going, okay, we're putting down our calendar for 2021 now. Hmm. So Do not be surprised to see that event grow even larger. And it's happening uh, it, from everywhere. And, and anytime you can go to Florida in December, I'm not going to complain. Even no. if it is two days after Christmas.
1: That's right. <laughs> and
0: that's a guy from Charlotte saying that. You can't wait to get to Daytona. A little bit warmer down there than it is in Charlotte even, right?
3: Actually, I actually had to don shorts. Yeah, it was like 80-some degrees a couple of days. Oh, Went to don't. the beach, hung out. It was
1: wonderful. <laughs> don't be rubbing it in there, big guy. Pretty don't sure. be rubbing two, it in. Two guys from Canada just gave you the finger. <laughs> you didn't see it. I yeah.
3: mean, you're welcome to come down to Florida in a month if you can get out and figure out how to get out of the country. <laughs> yeah, and how <laughs> yeah. to get but back in. True. True. I mean, come join us. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We can do that. Uh, as soon as we get rid of this virus, Tony, I think life's going to go back to normal. And hopefully that happens sooner than later. Uh, it it it, like this has just been incredible this last year or so, and I know you guys got some races in, but it really affected you guys as well, right big time
3: oh absolutely um, I think everybody uh somewhere about February or March realized oh boy this is this is not going to be a good time in in our lives, and there were a lot of question marks for everybody i mean there are race tours, race tracks, race series some of which still haven't reopened, going, what are we going to do? I mean, and that's the case with other businesses as well. And I I was no different with our group. I mean, I got guys that they depend on what we do for part of their income and and tracks and series. Oh, man, what what are we doing? And so there were a lot of question marks. But once once we clicked the button to do it down here, it was all – I mean, it was everything. We went to one race the first weekend of May, and the next weekend we had – just more than we could handle at the time, and we just kept doing more than we could handle, and somehow got through it. Wow. Um, so we've been able to, to help track some promoters and series, help pay those bills, to where they can keep the doors open and still be able to race and have give guys a place to race. And uh, that's that's the cool part about what we were able to do in 2020 was be able to, to take what we do, entertain race fans who were just starving for racing, but then be able to do that and help. The tracks and the series, and, and ultimately even the racers be able to continue to do what they want to do. And that's, that's the really cool part.
0: Well, you guys do a dynamite job, too, and I cannot stress that enough. com is the location. Tony Stevens uh, is the man. Now, a whole infrastructure of guys that are in behind the scenes and, and, and doing everything that it takes to put on a quality broadcast. But uh, uh, it's not only PitRowTV, it is also... Cars Tour TV. It is Legends Nation. Uh, there's a lot of things wrapped up into one when you get Tony Stevens involved. And uh, Tony, what is your next live event for fans to be able to go, oh, good, I can watch some short track racing. I'm going to Pit Road TV. What's your next one?
3: Well, if this would have been a Saturday night broadcast, I would have said today in Charlotte, we were on the quarter mile racing Legend cars. But since it's a Sunday night broadcast, it'll be, oh, uh, I got think for two seconds. It'll be two weeks from now at Charlotte with Legend and Cars. We'll be doing Winter Heat on the uh, Legend Nation TV side. Uh, Personally, I have to go to the Chili Bowl this week and uh, help Speed Sport uh, uh, produce the live from series that they're going to have this year in the States on Math TV. And uh, that's going to be fun because, I mean, it's the Chili Bowl after all. It'll be my first time going to the Chili Bowl. And uh, we're going to have a, a heck of a of a pre race show ultimately, and that's going to be a fun time for sure.
1: No, you know it. I, I you seen know a, it. I seen a shirt, and uh, it said if if you've ever had the the chili bowl flu, <laughs> uh, you're immune to uh, to, COVID-19. to COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, uh definitely a. Uh, a you know, it's going to be it's going to be a little bit of a different look in Chili Bowl this year, uh, by by the sounds of it. But the excitement level and the amount of cars that that uh, you know are slotted to be there, it's going to be more competitive than ever down there.
3: Oh, it's going to be fun, no doubt. I mean, that race continues to grow as more and more people realize the the way it's run and everything that's on the line. The prestige grows. It's it's become kind of its own thing. And it's good because I think it's a good showcase for for dirt racing in the off-season, and they package it in a way that it's quote-unquote made for TV, the best you can you can make uh, a dirt race for TV. I don't mean that as a knock. It's just with track prep and different unknowns that it's hard to schedule around, they do a really good job of making that all happen uh, whenever they broadcast it live here on, on cable in the state. So that certainly is a, is a very good thing. And, and it's going to be fun to do that. And, of course, like so, we go to Charlotte. Then we go south, do some dirt racing, some more legend car racing, and then we're we're heading car store racing in Jennerstown and all kinds of places all over the country.
0: Now, it's going to be dynamite. Tony, you're no stranger to a dirt track, as mentioned there. What do you think we're going to see? Uh, think, think now, and I'm putting you on the spot a wee bit here, but you've seen a lot of outstanding young talent uh, last year and in your day. Who do you think maybe we just might take notice to? Uh, through the 35th annual Chili Bowl uh, coming up next weekend. Do you think there's going to be any standouts? We're used to seeing guys like Larson uh, go out there and do his thing, and uh, we've seen Christopher Bell do it. Uh, We've seen a lot of big names, Uh, you know, Swindell, and a lot of big winners from the Chili Bowl. Do you think we're going to see any standout young talent that we're all going to take notice to that have sort of hit your radar looking at the 35th annual Chili Bowl?
3: To ultimately answer your question, yes, there will be somebody. Who is that going to be? I'm not sure, because every year there is somebody that, that impresses someone with something they did that that nobody really thought was going to happen or expected to happen. So, who that's going to be is a great mystery. But there's always somebody that shows up, and and they might make a run from like the H main to the S main or something, right? And not a huge deal, but to to that people watching go, well, wow, you know that that kid was came here in this car, didn't know he's doing, or what he makes some sort of impression. Um, I know my, my buddy Lenny Baticki on his show uh, from PRN at the track, he had J.J. Yaley on this week, and that's a guy that, I mean, was an open-wheel star for years, mm-hmm. so no surprise. But, you know, he made that legendary what was F to A run about, what, 15 years ago now. And who knows, we might see something like that. Anything's possible, and that's part of what makes that event so fun. Is Yeah, you know a lot of the things that are going to happen, a lot of the suspects, but there's always one or two surprises, and they're usually pleasant ones.
1: The alphabet soup.
0: I don't know whether the plan is put together this year for Dylan Westbrook to go down there. He usually goes down with uh, Glenn Steyer's equipment. I don't know if those guys have got that plan put together, Uh, but you uh, record that name, Tony, in your mind if you happen to see Dylan Westbrook. Trust me when I say that kid's going to be hot. He's going to be real good. You see him in a sprint car up here. Man, the guy is magic. we'll
3: we'll put that on our list because we've got a a list of people we're going to kind of sit down and go hey this is somebody we might want to put on the show or have available or or whatever so I'll certainly put that on the list as one to, to keep an eye out for and if he if he holds up his end of the bargain uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll probably try to get him a little bit of pop because I'm sure it'll be well-deserved.
0: Uh, it'll be dynamite. Bud, this has been great catching up with you. Too long in between interviews with you. Uh, I know we'll get you back on again come February, and we'll try and pick a night where you're not smoking busy because I know by then you're going to be in full sprint mode uh, running all over the country. Uh, we look forward to absolutely everything you're doing. We do see some of your content come up on uh, on our channel up here uh and it's just dynamite to see you uh and to see the work you're doing i know it's going to be an exciting 2021 uh no look forward to absolutely all oh, you produce brother it's going to be a dynamite year
3: well i appreciate you guys uh having us on again and of course the rev tv stuff through speech where you see a lot of our stuff uh looking forward to having more on there this year um had the conversations that we're going to try to expand what might be offered up there so uh, all your your listeners can can see more of what's happening there in that regard so some good things hopefully happening there to, to we hope expand that to see more stuff and uh yeah always good talking with you guys enjoy it and, and for those out there listening you can catch us on social pretty much on every play major platform at Pitt Row tv it's p-i-t-r-o-w-t-v and you can keep up with everything going on and uh Who knows? We'll razz you guys
0: every now and then, too. We like to have a little fun on there. Oh, I I know. I know. I've seen it. I've heard it. (laughs) Dynamite stuff. (laughs) Tony, be safe, and uh, look forward to getting you back on. Good luck. Thank you, guys. You bet. Tony Stevens, Pit TV, always a great guest, always a good friend here on Race Time Radio, uh, and love seeing their content come up on Rev TV. Uh, Mike Garrow and Rick and everybody at Rev TV Canada doing a dynamite job. I want to remind you right now, Todd Lewis, uh, Rev Culture, uh dynamite show that just debuted in December. Check it out at Rev TV. It comes up every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on Rev TV. It's called Rev Culture with Todd Lewis as the host. Now, as mentioned, we're running a little bit behind time. So Blake Outhouse is coming up. Then we got Taylor Holdaway. We've still got lots of time for our guests, and we're going to get to them next right here on Race Time Radio. Don't you move a muscle. We'll be back live with Blake next.
3: Hi, this is Don Thompson, Jr., and you're listening to Race Time Radio.
4: You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167.
0: Dive Radio is brought to you by... Quality in Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time radio broadcast crew, also by
6: APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Mad Dog Sports Radio is opinionated passion sports talk with a bite from the hijinks
7: of the morning man. I bet your parents do too. They go big bull shopping. Hey, sir. I got 50 jars of dog sauce. you don't eat duck sauce, but I got a good day
4: to the inside of Adam Shine. Bill Belichick is the best coach in the history of sports, on NFL sports.
7: And the The animated energy of
4: the Mad Dog
7: himself, Christopher Russo. the channel to talk about your favorite sports team. Mad Dog Sports Radio, channel 82, or anytime on the Sirius XM
6: app. Rev TV is Canada's own motorsports network, featuring live races and rallies from around the world and right here at home. Rev TV is your destination for motorsports action 24-7. Even though Napa is a nationally known name,
0: tonight's race time radio is brought to you by napa auto parts stores new glasgow Andy and port Hawkesbury, nova scotia you can count on napa know-how
4: Fox News Headlines 24-7 is on Sirius XM with, with headlines, headlines every 15 minutes. I'm Kevin Brincon. I'm Therese Crowley. I'm Jim McKay. A channel that delivers your world news, business, what's trending in
6: digital, entertainment, and sports. Your news in a way you've never heard before with headlines every 15 minutes. Fox News Headlines 24-7. All the information you need.
4: Ready when We're you are. We're live from America's news headquarters. Sirius XM Channel 115 or
5: listen on the Sirius XM app
4: taking you all the way to the track and back.
0: Uh, Back with you live tonight on Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in. For our listeners on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks, don't forget the Raptors game coming up live after Race Time Radio right here on the channel. So keep it tuned right here. Uh, I-, I believe, Junior, the Raptors are ready to break out of that little slump they were in. They're going to start dunking some. Sure. I would think. Now, I'm not big in basketball, but I do know <laughs> from watching Center that yep. the Raptors have been struggling off the beginning of the year, and uh, they're looking to break that slump. Of course, they were national champions. Uh, it would be kind of nice to see that uh, true north again back up here and have a real good, strong Raptors team in Toronto. They had a country behind them, not just a city. That's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, uh, to be honest with you, I've never got into basketball. No, I, I am a straight up racing guy. Yeah, I, I straight mean, up. somebody asks, "What's your favorite sport?" NASCAR. Yep. You know, uh, like that's, I just, it's it to me. Yeah. I just, uh, I I like world junior hockey. Well, I like you didn't lip- even
0: make it all the way through a full game. You would uh, stay with me for about two periods and then away you went. Yeah. So you didn't even was... make it through a full game, but yeah. I know you enjoyed what you've seen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like I like World Junior, but I'll stay there and watch the entire race. Now you 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 will. You got a race on TV. You will. You will. I guarantee (laughs) it.
0: Okay, let's get back to the hotline, shall we? And let's welcome in the general manager. Uh, We got Blake Outhouse here. Uh, I got to open this up. Hang on a second here, Uh, Blake. How you doing? You're with us.
2: I'm doing great, guys. How about yourself? Doing fantastic.
0: fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. We really do appreciate it. No longer South Buxton Speedway, uh, down just outside Chatham, Ontario. Southern Ontario Motor Speedway, brand new track. Not only just a new track name, but how about a brand new track? You guys have got it all happening, and you're back.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm back. That's kind of a chuckle. But yeah, I'm <laughs> back, and yeah, definitely a whole new speedway. Um, Southern or South Buxton has been around like for 49 years. This is the 50th anniversary. But a gentleman, Henry Coker, came out of Texas, and uh, he bought the Speedway. Uh, ran it half season last year, and, and didn't like the track. Said he wanted something bigger and better. And pulled those everything down. And now we have a Super Three big Speedway on clay, and beautiful, beautiful facility. I mean, a great racetrack.
0: Four hundred and twenty-five feet in length down the straightaway, seventy-five feet wide, uh, banking ten degrees down the straightaways on the back stretch. It's the same as the front, 10 degrees, but when you hit the corners, how about this? 80 feet wide and 20-degree banking. Tell me that isn't conducive to making those sprint cars, uh, late models, you name it, modifieds. Tell me they're not going to fly around that racetrack. You must uh, just be in awe watching cars fly around that place.
2: It, w- it was unbelievable. When I when I was first brought back, I wasn't sure what to expect. And when I walked up that hill and seen the Speedway, it kind of just takes your breath away. You're in awe. It's it's a spectacular place but then when we had a couple of tests this late fall we brought some uh, street stocks out and some mini mods and then the week after we brought out some modified delayed models and oh my god it was uh it was mind staggering uh, A name you know very well probably in the racing is Andrew Rio come out and did a few laps and he said it was just unbelievable the speeds he was gaining out there we tested one sprint car at 360 we never did get a 410 but he was running some very fast times. So we're expecting a lot of great things next year. We really, really are.
0: I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, truly great news for dirt fans. We are blessed here in the province of Ontario to some, to have some of the best dirt tracks known, really. Uh, when you look at places like Osweigan and you take a look at, you know, Humberstone and Merrittville and Cornwall and uh, the list goes on and on. You've got to add in Southern Ontario Motor Speedway to that list now um it's truly uh, gonna be amazing it's gonna be a great summer if we can get this virus out of here look out what have you got planned from a weekly perspective i'm not going to say a regular show because i don't think there's anything going to be regular about it uh at the speedway what do you got coming down the line schedule is probably not announced yet but what do you got coming down on a weekly basis
2: on a weekly basis we got a lot of good stuff coming up this year not much that we could, well, the COVID thing, you know yourself. We're all working on a, on a plan A and a plan B schedule. We're definitely all looking forward to plan A. Uh, the weekly schedule, we're going to have the, the five classes, the mini mods, the mini stocks, the street stocks, the uh, dirt car UMP modifieds, and the open and crate late models. So we've got some good classes. They're strong classes. We've got a really good car count uh, already booked ready to come back this year. It's just going to be a super great season. I mean... You know, it's the 50th anniversary. I'm back. It's 2021. The owner's a great guy. Uh, we're getting along together really well. Things are coming along really, really great. Uh, we got one thing I can. I'm going to throw out there tonight. It's uh, The schedule is not 100% ready to go, but i got something I want to get out as quickly as possible. And, um, with the five racetracks that you mentioned, we're all working together pretty good here. We're having a great time. Uh, we've all a- adapted the same rules for our mini-mods and our um, thunder stocks under the ODCC ruling. So that's great, but then um, the west end of the province down here where we are, we've never had the 358 modifieds, and I got a lot of fans that like them, so it's probably taken a couple of weeks here. And with the help of a couple of other promoters, we've got this thing hammered out. We're on July the 10th at Southern Ontario Motor Speedway, we're gonna have the 358 dirt modifieds down here for the first time ever at the racetrack. And uh, you know, some of the guys that are already committed to wanting to come down to this thing, you know, you got Matt Williamson, you got um, Gary Lindbergh, Darren Peters. you got some of the top guys, like Matt, uh, Super Dirt Car Series champion in 2019, and, and, and he won the weekly series in 2020. So these guys are looking forward to coming, and I am stoked that we're having a 358 modified show at Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. And on that same event, we're going to throw in a 604 Crate Late Model Challenge.
1: Wow.
0: Dynamite stuff. Big money, Matt, coming up. We had Matty on the show back in the fall after he won I got, fifty-three grand or something at a race, and then he backed it up the next week with another huge win. I bet you Matty is licking his chops to run a home track race. He can't wait for that, I bet.
2: Yeah, he um, um, he hasn't seen the facility, but we got him some pictures, and uh, he checked us out on uh, Southern Ontario Motor Speedway's Facebook page, and, and he's looking really good. You know, he's just like, taking down here speedway. Anyway. Yeah, so uh let me say we got a $5,000 dollars purse up front to win. Um uh- I'm thinking we're going to do great. It's going to be a fantastic
1: that's a show. You boys ought to come see July 10th. Absolutely, yeah. it sounds like it sounds like a show that's right up our alley for sure. Uh, Blake, <laughs> uh, looking at uh, you know it it's not just a re it's not just a reboot of of the racetrack. The, the it's basically the entire facility, right? It's like you guys started with a blank slate and 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 recreated something um, in 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 the middle of of you know where South Buxton Speedway was um talk to us a little bit about the facility aspect uh what can the fans expect or are you guys doing anything different on on the fan amenity side what's the what's the overall layout going to look like when when the fans do end up showing up to southern ontario motor speedway
2: when they get back here for 2021 it's going to be a huge change for everybody Uh, like you say the old track's completely gone the new track um We've run uh, 22 poles all the way around at four lights in each one, all LED lighting. Um, There's all new raised seating going in. Um, We're positive, or 100% sure, by mid-season we're going to have seating for 2,500, and we're hoping by uh, a little bit later after that we'll have seating in that facility for 5,000 people. There's new concessions, new VIP towers. It's going to be a brand new facility because there was nothing left when it got started. Um, So this winter right now, there's, there's a bunch of stuff going on at the track. It's kind of amazing, and we just got to hope that everything stays good and we can get open. But if not, we're gonna, you know, uh, the fans have got a lot of great things to see coming to Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. Like uh, we've got a great camping facility we put in. It's just, uh, it's hard to put into words all the great things that's going on out there, and I don't want to forget anything. But it's going to be a phenomenal fan experience from of what you've seen at South Boston to what you're going to see at Southern Ontario Motor Speedway.
0: Yeah, difference between day and night by the sounds of it. It's going to be kind of cool. Uh, Blake, uh, how do fans uh, follow you guys? How do they get in touch? Um, how do they watch what's uh, developing? You guys got a website, I would imagine, uh, social media, all that stuff. Let us know.
2: We, we, had, uh, we had a website, and uh, we've got a lot of social media. We've got Instagram and Facebook. Those are hot, too, right now. The um, webpage I wasn't totally thrilled with, so it's coming down. And uh, with some help from some of the local guys, you would probably know, we're working on a new web page right now. So hopefully by the end of January, our brand new webpage will be up, like everything else going on at the Speedway. But right now, definitely follow us. We're giving stuff away on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram. So, yeah, if you can hop on there and, and hook up to us, hey, we're good to go.
0: So Southern Ontario Motor Speedway, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. Did you say Twitter or Instagram? no? Instagram. Instagram. I knew there was another I'm, I'm one in there. I'm not
2: that savvy at Twitter yet. I'm getting
0: there. <laughs> well, it'll come, bud. It'll come. I guarantee you. I'm good at Twitter and on Facebook, but uh, you know what? I drew the line there. I went Instagram, and there's about a thousand other ones that you could do. Uh, but you know what? The hard reality is, we got stuff that we got to do. So I like keeping everybody up to date, but man. You can really spend a ton of time on social media and get nowhere and fragment everything. So um, that, that's my theory anyway. But I'm old. Who knows? No,
2: hey, hey, I'm with you on the old. And, and that, the July 10th show for the modified, you're the first guy to find out as soon as I hang the phone up, it's going on social media so the rest of the world knows what we're doing. That's
1: ah, so Gotta cool. love it. That is so we cool. You will share it as well. Um, Blake, uh, you've, been, you've been around this game for a long time. And and for any listener out there that doesn't know Blake Outhouse, I I do want to, uh, I I want you to give the the fan base a little bit of synopsis of of your involvement in this in the sport. Now, keep in mind we've only got uh, uh, well three we got? We've only got about three <laughs> minutes here, so uh, so keep it short and uh, and and. But but that being said, give us a, a brief overview of of Blake Outhouse
2: just quickly you know i grew up at that racetrack i started racing when i was 17 out there and then i got out of it for a few years and then i got back in with a good buddy and we ran uh modified, ump modified and then that kind of got stale and the racetrack looked even better so i took the racetrack over had the racetrack for i believe it was eight years and then uh in the meantime i was doing a bit of nascar stuff tours off and on and then i left the racetrack and, and went on to toronto moved to toronto started doing nascar tours and you know, Joe, you and I have done interviews down Daytona. But, oh, yeah. Um, and then the speedway got built and COVID hit, and I lost my job in Toronto because of the industry shutdown. And that's when I got the call for to do what's going on. And just quickly, in a nutshell, that's it. I'm back promoting and general managing at Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. That's
0: yeah, cool. you're a veteran in this sport. And I'll tell you what, they're going to be awful glad they've got you, Blake Outhouse, to uh, guide you. them through this new venture. Uh, I couldn't think of a better guy to transplant into a brand-new dirt track like that than you, my friend. Uh, I know you're going to do well, and I know the fans are going to get their money's worth. The teams are going to build. And uh, all we need to do is get rid of this pandemic and look out. We're going to be cooking with gas once again.
2: 100%. 100%. Thank you very much.
0: It's going to be incredible. You know, they're talking, Blake, that, uh, oh, yeah, it's going to be September. It's going to be something like that. Uh, before you know uh, us up here in Canada is all vaccinated, but you know I got a funny feeling that they're putting the line way down there, and for once they're going to overachieve, and things are going to be good come May, come June. Uh, that's only my my look at it, and I'm hoping I'm right, and I'm hoping Justin Trudeau and and all the powers to be have got more vaccines. And, uh, you know, we activate like we do here in Canada, and we're going to be able to uh, definitely get everybody taken care of, and life can return to normal. And that's what I'm really, really praying for, because we need it out of every industry. I know live, uh, you know, sporting events, concerts, restaurants, the list is long that this affects. But I'll tell you what, it killed racing. It killed racing big time. And I know just race time radio. We lost all of our live races last year, and I'll tell you, if it wasn't for Napa out there in the Maritimes and Quick Quick coming on, uh, we would be dead right now. We would be, and we owe a huge debt of gratitude to uh, you know Todd, uh, uh, Todd out in uh, Napa, uh, out in the Maritimes, uh, Andy Ganish, Port Hawkesbury, and uh, uh, Andy Ganish, Port Hawkesbury, and in Nova Scotia uh yeah. we just can't thank them enough for coming on board uh it devastating is what this has been and we need to get this back online buddy
2: uh, we got to uh, I, I literally it brought everything to the knees and we've had a lot of conversation with the other promoters and we're getting someplace we really are and all we do is stay positive let's all stay positive and, and let's get back to the dirt tracks and the asphalt tracks racing
0: uh good job my friend and uh, i look forward to getting our first trip down there to see you guys in the summer of 2021 uh, I know I look forward to it. And, Blake, we're going to get you back on here as we get a couple more winter months out of the way. We'll get some uh, updates with you as we head into that season.
2: Sound good? Sounds great. And I'm looking forward to having you guys down. I really am.
0: That's Blake outhouse. Uh, you can catch him. He's getting ready for the season. 2021, Lookout Junior. Here it comes. Southern Ontario. Uh, sprint uh, Southern Motor Ontario Speedway. Motor Speedway uh, is coming on, and uh, they're, they're building.
1: Yes, definitely. And, like, you know, we cover it off far too often about, you know, a racetrack closing or a racetrack, you know, going away or whatever, right? right. And And the industry spends a lot of time focusing in on that. Um, but when you look at it, over the past couple of years, right, Jucasa rebuilt. Yep. Uh Oshwiken, over the past couple of years, have added some of the biggest amenities that you could add oh, right yeah. parking and and you know all the wall structure that they added and all of the stuff that they did on Oshwiken over the past three years. Um, you know the the refabrication, I guess you could say, of 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 CTMP, of Canadian Tire Motorsports Park. Yep. Um, you know the revitalization of Sunset Speedway, going back now, you know, ten years. Yep. Um, look at but, what Flamborough has done. and look at what Flamborough has done. The amount of it, really, the the race tracks that are existing right now, um, are in the best shape that that they've ever been in Yep. you know i would i would, I would say that um and by the sounds of it there's going to be some major improvements over at full throttle motor speedway with uh, paul trepanier and those guys yep um i imagine you know having a new owner at almost speedway you're going to see some new stuff there as well they've already done lighting new and, and all of new that partner. stuff paul's new, still there yeah, Paul's still there new partner new partner but yep. in new new owner new in there. ownership yep um yep. and you know, uh, then as well, you hear about you know S- Southern Ontario Motor Speedway, and <laughs> and that's yep. a that's a ground up rebuild. Yep. Um. So, uh, we're we're in a really good place right now on the other side of this deal, um, here in Ontario at least, um, uh, for these racetracks to, uh, you know, hit the ground running and and get after it.
0: Yeah, dynamite stuff. Gonna hit our final break when we come back. We're gonna talk APC or definitely late model. Taylor Holdaway, driver of the 41 and soon to be car owner, Uh, he's going to join us on the other side of the break with some late breaking news from his race shop. Stay with us. We will be back.
4: your race fix anytime online. www.racetimeradio.com Also available on Facebook. Just search Racetime Radio. And as always, you can drop us an email. Info at racetimeradio.com
6: From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV also features exclusive live race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and so much more. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order.
0: Is it your job to light the fire, the campfire, or maybe you're like me and you heat your home with wood? You need to use a quick wick. These fire starters work. No paper or kindling, and presto, your fire is going every time. No toxic fumes, just warm, enjoyable flames. You can get them online. Go to quickwick.com. Quick, Quick-quick, They work.
5: Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. If you stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how.
0: Tonight's Racetime Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parks Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on NAPA Know-how.
7: Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up. Baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Oh,
8: Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier.
7: Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught
1: up in being famous. The
7: only broadcasting outlet in the world delivering NASCAR 24-7,
6: 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. Race Time Radio is fueled by VP Race Fuels the worldwide leader in race fuel technology Dawson Dental Centers get your victory lane smile at dawsondental.ca Race
4: Time Radio is back and once again with Joe Chisholm.
0: back with you live tonight on Race Time Radio. So glad you tuned in. Don't forget the Raptors game coming up next right here on Sirius XM channel 167 Canada Talks. You don't want to miss Raptors game. You're going to have it all live in just, oh, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes, something like that. Uh, but let's get back to the hotline, shall we, Junior? And let's welcome in. How about the driver of the number 41, late model, uh, normally Sunset Speedway. But, man, we've seen him at all the different racetracks we got to welcome in Taylor Holdaway. What's going on tonight there over near Barrie tonight there, Mr. Taylor? How are you?
8: Not too bad, guys. How are you guys doing?
0: Good, good. Did you have a good holiday? You got everything out of the way?
8: Yeah, we did. It's uh, definitely different times this year, but uh, we made do with what we had. And uh, it's over now and time to get ready for race season.
0: Well, and you are definitely shaking it up this year, buddy. Uh, you had some huge news just a week ago. Uh, let it, let it fly here tonight. You got some big news.
8: Yeah. I mean, uh, we're looking forward to this year We're I'm kind of stepping out of the driver's seat for in Ontario anyways, and venturing into the, the kind of the crew chief and driver development role. And, um, really excited to have Connor James join our team and run for us full time in the APC series. And as well as looking after Tyler DiVendenzo at, uh, Looked after him last year, and uh, we made a lot of big improvements this year. And They came on again this year, so we're, uh, hoping to make some more strides with their program again.
0: Hey, how cool is that? Good on you, man. Uh, uh, you, you are not av- of the age yet to step out and not get back in, and I sort of picked up on that when you said, at least for the Ontario races, that must mean we still may see you back behind the wheel, just not in Ontario. Is that the way to take that?
8: Yeah, I mean, um, definitely going to continue on with my races in the states. Obviously, once the border situation sorts itself out here with the pandemic, but just uh, wanted to do something different. There's not a lot of teams in in Ontario or in Canada that are providing a driver development program, and I kind of wanted to to venture into that and see how see how successful we can make it and try something different.
1: Taylor, uh, you know, obviously looking at at the the landscape, if you will, I kind of covered this off when we were doing the introductions at the beginning of the show, but, but really, you know, there isn't much youth entering the world of, of car owner slash, you know, mentor slash, you know, mechanic Um, assist um, you know in in the sport right like when you look at uh, down south you've got young guys that are kind of filtering through and and becoming car owners there's lots of lots of competition when it comes time for car owners where they have you know rental rides available or they have development programs available Um, and and really when you look at the the landscape of Canadian motorsports you've got guys like you know DJ Kennington in the Pinty series who offers development you know, opportunities and whether it be in the Pinty series or, or late model, uh, but long, long established, right. And you've got guys like Mike McCall and you've got guys like junior Hanley, uh, who will come and, and assist your team and, and get you better. Um, how did you make the decision to do this? Was it, was it a circumstance deal? Was it something that you've really wanted to do? I know you've spent a lot of time down South now, uh, and kind of seen how those deals work out. How did this whole deal come together?
8: Yeah, I mean, really, it just comes down to the fact that I I love wrenching on cars. Um, Don't get me wrong, driving them is a lot of fun, but I enjoy, to me, racing is the time in the shop, working on the cars, preparing the cars, working on setups, and just trying to make the best program you have, and uh, that's really what I enjoy, and I was able to do that with Tyler's program last year. Tyler and Rob, I was really able to focus, uh, kind of take a car that I've never seen before, and Use some of my knowledge on it, and it really showed that I can make it someone's program better. And that's kind of what made me want to venture into the development deal—is give some up-and-coming talent an opportunity. Uh, I mean, what I tell people is, buying a race car is the easy thing. It's it's buying the equipment and having the knowledge and the contacts and just all the everything can make a whole program work. Some people can't get get their hands on everything. So I wanted to be an, op- an option that if someone wants to go racing, whether they have their own car and want to use my equipment and use my expertise or someone wants to jump in one of my cars, I just wanted to give people the option to if they want to get to their next step of their program, I'm, I'm there to do it.
0: No, that's cool. That's Exciting. really cool. Now, uh, Mike McCall, no doubt, when you talk APC racing here in the province of Ontario, Mike McCall, has really got the market cornered right now with his cars. Uh, they've proven to be great drivers, great equipment, and they go out and they get results. Um, and, and there's no doubt about it. The 41 team, Taylor Holdaway. Who are you aligned with with that 41? I know you guys always like to uh, cozy up to builders, whether it's Fury, whether it's hempke, whether it's Rowdy Manufacturing, Mike McCall, Brian McDonald. The list goes on and on and on. Uh, but who are you sort of coupled in with, or is there one specific, or do you draw from everybody?
8: Yeah, I mean, obviously it's my own program. I've uh, built a good relationship with Augie Grill from Grand American Race Cars, and uh, he's got a, a really good pro late model program right now, and with Chris Mitchell, obviously moving from, from Canada down to the States to work with Augie, the, the two of them are only a phone call away, so I think... Um, having them just a phone call away to work on some stuff when we're away at the track and whatnot, definitely a, a big game. Um, again, with Rob and Tyler's program, they run Port City stuff, so I've built a relationship with Port City, being able to call and get any information I need, and uh, just kind of everyone. I mean, McCall, McCall has a really good program going right now. They obviously have the, the majority of the cars in the APC series and a lot of the good drivers, So we know going into every race they're going to be the team to beat and the the manufacturer to beat. But uh, they definitely have a deep pool to go with. So it's going to be a little bit harder with with one car or two cars, per se, to kind of work on. But I think uh, we can have some strong runs this year.
0: Yeah, that's what gets you guys up and motivated. That's all that does. Uh, And you couldn't align with any guys that are better uh, when you talk Augie Grill. Uh, With Grand America Race Cars, that guy is dynamite, and he is getting results. And how about Gary Crux with Port City? Like, uh, There's a lot of knowledge in those guys. And Mike McCall's got to know, with all of his race teams, he's got that target on his back. He knows it, and they're going to have to step up their program. With guys like you coming in, uh, you got not only some good talent jumping in, uh, but you guys, uh, I, I don't know. I think I, 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 Junior, would you rather be the hunted or the hunter?
1: I'd rather be the winner. <laughs> That's it. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, when you look at when you look at the the overall grand scheme of things, and and Taylor, you touched on it. it you know, best um, the. The McCall camp has has got a a deep roster, and they've got a tremendous amount of money. Sure, and and they've got a tremendous amount of resources behind them. So when you look at at you know what they've got, and there's no there's no question about it. He's been the longstanding and and kind of the biggest and best builder in in Ontario. So when you look at at the um, the overall chase, if you will. Uh, to, to get there, um, I would rather be in Mike McCall's shoes because I think that he's got a tremendous amount of data and he's got a wicked team built. Right. Um, when you look at, at the opportunity, though, for other builders, um, uh, Ontario is one of the only places where there's a premier series where there's very little involvement from the other big manufacturers, right? right? So um, there are Hamke cars and there are, you know, Fury cars and there are Gart cars that are in the field. Um, but it, it, they're, they're not, you know, big factory supported teams, if right. you will. The big right. factory supported teams are the McCall guys. Right. And, and you know, not factory, but using that yeah, yeah. in a terminology for everybody. Yep. Um, it, you know, when you do look at it, what Taylor Holdaway is going to be able to do with two cars Um, you know, two different drivers, two youthful drivers, um, and, and two guys that can actually wheel a race car, you know, they're, they're both very, very sound behind the wheel. Um, you know, you're going to be able to collect a lot of data and, and you'll be able to, you'll be able to compile that and make adjustments program wide. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think that that's going to be the model and you're seeing, to be honest with you, you're seeing this exact same thing, um, kind of, you know, Metastasized right you 're seeing the uh, the white motorsports guys there 's going to be like four of them next year and and they 're going to be partnered up and you 're seeing the model of of data is what 's winning races and and you 're seeing guys you know find the need to partner up with with people who they work well together with and and i, I don 't see that model going away, but I see more diversification through that model and um you know to to make a long story short, and and to make a long answer short, yeah, you I, I got think it. We were running out of time. I, you got it. Th- <laughs> All right. No, so I th- think th- I, <laughs> I, I think that you're going to you're going to see more involvement from uh from the big manufacturers through this this portion of of the APC series. And it needs to. I, I think it does
0: need to. Yeah, and it's kind of cool, Tyler, that you're going to be out there, Tyler Taylor. Uh, Tyler Liskam, on my brain. Uh, it, it, it's kind of cool that you're going to have that young talent in there. And I know how much you love working on setups of race cars and getting into it. This way here, you're actually going to be able to sit on the outside, see the changes that you made, and be able to make that car react. And that is a big difference, right?
8: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's always good to get different feedback in. And, I, you know, every driver is different. So no one is ever going to like the same race car. So it's going to be... It's going to be interesting learning. Uh, how I'm excited to see how Connor and Tyler are going to work together this year and how they can both bounce feedback off of what the car is doing and what changes need to be made. And it, uh, I'm looking, hopefully, this pandemic can sort itself out here and we can get a full season in this year.
0: Is there lots of changes to the 41 in the shop at this point of the year um, like technology-wise, have you had to do a bunch of updates, or uh, is there stuff that you still are going to do to these cars that'll make a difference?
8: Yeah, I mean, uh, well, definitely our car, its it's been completely stripped down. We uh, decided to overhaul it when we got our trip to Alabama last year canceled for the Rattler um, due to the pandemic starting when it first started out, so we've had lots of time. We've completely gone over this car, and it's it's pretty much brand new, and then the Port City car was already racing as well. We've kind of done an overhaul on it and updated all the front end and everything, so we're going to have two new, newer cars to work with, um, kind of a new notebook to start out with, but I think uh, get some testing in at the start of the year, and we should be pretty good.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Now, Speedfest, uh, you know, World Series, all that kind of stuff is coming up. But with the border close, it's got to be pretty hard uh, to even try and look down south at this particular moment in time uh, to go down there and do any kind of racing. Uh, but if, if things were to open up, would you be the kind of guy that would go down there and get a race in yourself before the season fires up up here if you were able to?
8: Yeah, I mean, we've obviously had a, quite a few on our calendar that we've had to cancel, unfortunately, but um, we've got two or three that we had planned early on this year that doesn't look like it's going to go. Um, obviously, the Rattler, well, if, if things open up before that, we'll definitely head down that way. Um, other than that, we'll kind of have to wait to see once some schedules get released and whatnot, see what we can make work uh, for everyone. Uh, everyone's schedules.
0: Yeah, and schedules haven't been announced yet. I know we're waiting for the APC one to come flying out uh, and be unveiled, Uh, but are your two drivers going to participate in the full series, uh, not knowing the schedule yet? Would you guys be subject to doing the full thing and going after a championship or are you going to pick and choose?
8: Yeah, I mean, that's uh, definitely what the game plan is right now. Um, Connor's Connor's with us for all ten races. We're going to run for, uh, hopefully, get a top five in points. I mean, it's such a strong field so if we can run in the top five top 10 every week it's definitely going to be a good starting point for us um and then Tyler Tyler again is running a full season um we were just on the outskirts of the top 10 last year so hopefully we can get that car uh, that car and Tyler into the top 10 and get a couple strong runs as well and uh just make pro- make progress every week that's all we can that's all we can ask for
0: yeah steady progress that's what every team wants to do Uh, And it sounds like you guys are focused in uh, and and doing that. Whereabouts are going to be? What track is going to be the standout track uh, that you guys are going to maybe put more effort in? Uh, You're probably not a good way of saying it because you'll put the same effort in every time. But where is that track going to be that, you know, Connor James is really good at? And uh, well, even Tyler in the 97 car, which ones are are the two drivers looking at different tracks and man, I can't wait to get here.
8: Yeah, I mean, I think Jukasa is definitely circling on everyone's calendar as a crown jewel event. Um, just track so nice, so updated. I think everyone looks forward to going there. Uh, Tyler had a really, really good run going at Sunset last year um, when they made the schedule change the week before the race, and we kind of go went in there with no no testing, no practice, and just kind of threw him in with a setup, and he did really well, um, running inside the top ten with about twenty to go, thirty to go there before getting fun out, but um, I think that's a track that he really has circled on his calendar after having such a strong run last year. I think, uh, like I said, Jucasa, Sunset, those are going to be your big ones. Um, your Flamborough and Saw will are going to go and hopefully survive and uh, get out of there with a car in one piece. And my side of it, I think the one track I'm looking forward to is Delaware. Uh, never been there before in a late model, so I'll have to go and get a notebook opened up and Look forward to that track. Right. Tanner
1: Holdaway never been to Flamborough or okay. never been to D- to Delaware. Yeah, that He's is not the
8: late model. Ran that... up lights way back in the day, but never never been in a late model at Delaware.
1: Man, it's funny. We've had about five guests on the program that have done that same thing to me, where my yeah. head snaps, my mouth opens up, <laughs> and I'm like, "What." Well, like, like, you know, DJ Todd, never been to Flamborough. Exactly, like that DJ blew ne- my mind. Never been to Flamborough, like Todd Davenport. Never been to Flamborough that yep. that time. Yeah, um, you know, it, but I can I can think very vividly of of like five guests that we've had on that have said something very similar to that. <laughs> yeah. You know, where where yeah, they yeah. haven't seen it, they haven't done anything at at this track, and but like for for you, I like now it. it looking at it it's not a surprise when you think about it because you were a limited late model guy for a you long know time. for for a long period of time so i guess it's not surprising but it's uh um really you would just think that taylor holdaway has raced at bellower speedway you know you when know? it
0: comes time for books i'd love to have his book when we're talking Sunset Speedway heading into an APC race. Well, you look
1: at Connor James, oh, too. Yeah. You know, uh, that, that guy impressed the heck out of a lot of people in the Pinty's race over there this year, uh, seeing what he could do driving from the back to the absolute front uh, with no nose on the car. Um, <laughs> yeah. he, he lit the lamp big time and and really jumped onto the radar of everybody that was there. Um, you know, just did a masterful job and, and obviously he's turned lots of laps there in the Lucas oil sportsman cup car and all of those different types of cars. But, but, uh, that would be a place that, uh, I imagine Connor James has got circled on the calendar as well. He's, uh, um, you know, I think you guys will be a, you guys will be a, a tough combo over there.
8: Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, just uh, get through this winter here. Hopefully the pandemic sorts itself out so we can get the fans back to the racetrack. Absolutely. I mean, no one likes racing in front of empty stadiums. Um, so hopefully hopefully things get back to normal a little bit here and we can have some normalcy in
0: our life. Uh, amen to that. Taylor Holdaway, got to thank you for your time tonight on Race Time. Good news, bud. That's what we need right now, uh, and it sounds like you're providing it. Good job, buddy.
8: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys.
0: You want to believe it? Taylor Holdaway, uh, got to gonna be a car owner, still going to drive down in the U.S. Uh, when he can. Uh, but two APC teams, that's going to be pretty. That's a tall order. Kind of cool, though.
1: It is for sure. And, and uh, well-deserved. It, it's definitely going to be a, uh, a a neat, unique story to follow along uh, throughout the, the 2021 season. And, and uh, wish them all the best, for sure. Oh,
0: that APC series, uh, can't wait to see what the schedule looks like. Can't wait to see what the team lineup looks like. Uh, gonna be a good 21. I can. Uh, I'm anticipating it anyway. Hopefully, hopefully the you know that 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 shot in the arm that everybody needs happens, mm-hmm. and we can get to the tracks and uh, get things fired up like we really, really needed to fire off. And um, uh, it it may be a little rocky at
1: the start, but hey, you can always hope, right? That's what we got to do. Yep, that's all we can do. Yeah. Well. It- uh, will be interesting to see how everything transpires yeah, yeah. um you know on the other side of this deal and and really you know i i i look forward to seeing um you know what everybody's plan a and plan b schedules are yeah. You know, like uh, Blake Outhouse covered off, we're working on a plan A and a plan B. Yeah, I think everybody is. Yeah,
0: plan A, plan B is going to be coming up. But uh, I also want to let you know, you heard Robbie Thompson tonight on here. Well, I got an email this week from a listener by the name of Glenn that wanted to know what was happening with Robbie Thompson. He had heard some stuff. I hadn't heard nothing. Uh, he had heard some stuff and uh, wanted to know what was true, what was fact, what was... Uh, what Robbie Thompson was going to be up to. So I went, hey, look at this. we got a listener who wants to know some info. I'm going to get on that. Contacted Robbie, got him on the show. And there you go, Glenn. You got your information. I urge all of you out there listening, you got something you want to know, you want to hear, you got a guest that you would think would be a good idea for us to have on this show, contact me, joe at racetimeradio.com. Very easy, joe at RacetimeRadio.com, and we always do our best to get the listeners exactly what they want, and we will look forward to catching you next week on Racetime. But I do want to let you know again, the Raptors game is coming up live tonight. Sirius XM Channel 167, keep your butt welded here, and at least keep the channel wide open. You don't want to miss this basketball game. It is coming up live uh, Joe, this has been a lot of fun tonight, Yeah, uh, a lot of good information, a lot to look forward to. And I know we're going to keep coming with stuff to look forward
1: to. That's all we got this time of the year, bud. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And and I urge everybody, uh, go go to Twitter, uh, pull up New Smyrna Speedway's um, uh, Twitter, and uh, take a look at, uh, at all the names that are kind of filtering through. Oh, yeah. Every day they're uploading, you know, in real time as they get a uh, an entry form uh, for the world series they're they're loading it right now and so, the uh, modifieds so
0: are listed now yes. they are on the schedule well, the
1: for 602 the 602 modifieds series. Series. as well yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. it's going to be dynamite stuff that's going to do it for us tonight on race time uh, got to thank suzy Q right here in the race time radio studio for hooking us up with all the guests and i believe i believe it's Scotty in the Toronto studio at SiriusXM channel 167 uh, for getting us out to absolutely all of our listeners. Uh, and keep a tuned to the Canadian, or pardon me, the Performance uh, Motorsport PerformanceMotorsportNetwork.com. There airs Race Time Radio through the week. 98.9 XFM, Andy Ganesh. And don't forget about Gearhead Country Radio. If you missed the show, you want to hear it again, uh, just get to RacetimeRadio.com. You'll be able to listen to it there. Or... How about on the SiriusXM app? That's also coming if it isn't up there live. And we're always available on iTunes. You can just search Race Time Radio and get the latest issue. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe. And you'll never miss Race Time again, but keep it tuned to SiriusXM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. We're always here Sunday night. We'll catch you again next Sunday night right here live. Raptors coming up.